Chapter Twenty One of King Mambo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. King Mambo by Paul de Chalou. Chapter Eighteen singular sight in the forest all kinds of animals fleeing in one direction a terrible ant the basketule army attacked everywhere at once how i escaped the tormentors a few days after my return from the gorilla hunt i found myself one morning all alone rigundo had gone for the day the men were cutting trees for a new plantation the women were weeding the fields feeling somewhat lonely i left for the forest armed with a gun i became so interested on my way in collecting insects and butterflies that the time passed quickly and before i was aware of it the greater part of the day had gone and i could not reach the plantation before dark knowing this i decided to remain and camp in the forest for it was impossible to follow the path in the darkness i had no torch with me and a leopard might pounce upon me while on my way so i lighted a fire collected large leaves built my camp and gathered a lot of dead wood for i intended to surround myself by four fires during the night to make sure that no wild beasts or snakes should come near me i slept well waking two or three times during the night to attend to the fires the following morning i determined to go a little further before i retraced my steps toward the plantation after a while i noticed a number of snakes which seemed to follow each other in rapid succession creeping as fast as they could and all going in the same direction two or three of these passed close to me suddenly i heard the tramping of elephants through the jungles breaking down everything before them and apparently running as fast as they could one of them crossed the path in sight of me they were going in the same direction as the snakes these were followed by a number of gazelles antelopes and wild boars the forest seemed alive with beasts these went also in the same direction that the snakes and elephants had gone i stood still for a moment for i had never seen such a sight before when to my utter astonishment a leopard passed nearby bounding and running as fast as it could in the direction of the other animals what is the cause of this leopard leaving his lair during the daytime for they generally sleep during the day i asked myself a strange feeling of fear and awe came over me i thought that some great convulsion of nature was about to take place the earth was perhaps to open and a volcano burst out at the spot where i stood 
an involuntary dread that something grave was to happen came over me the forest became alive with multitudes of insects and butterflies they too were fleeing and in the same direction which the animals had taken before them a great number of insectivorous birds followed them preying on them in their flight in a word all the living creatures of the forest were in a panic and were all fleeing in the same direction just as i was about to retrace my steps and run as fast as i could towards the plantation i found myself suddenly covered with countless ants which bit me with the greatest ferocity in an instant they were biting me everywhere on my legs on my arms on my back on my neck they were in my hair as i ran i tried to kill those that were on my body those that were outside had their pincers fast in my clothes they were also everywhere around me on the ground and on the trees these ants were the fierce bashikois they were on the warpath and attacked on their march every living creature fortunately i could run away in the path faster than they could advance but i could not get rid of those that were already on me after about one hour's run i came to a stream took off my watch and put it on the ground and then lay flat at the bottom of the shallow water in order that it might cover me entirely and drown the ants i did not dare to stay too long in the water for fear that the bashikoi army would overtake me fortunately i succeeded ere long in drowning them for i did not feel any more bites panting and out of breath i reached the plantation before dark and i told rigundo about the bashikois and how animals and insects had fled at their approach but did not tell him how i had been bitten by them rigundo said these ants are called bashikois and they were on the warpath what do you mean rigundo when you say that the bashikois were on the warpath i asked when they are not on the warpath he replied they walk close together in a line they are as thick as the grains of dry earth or of sand on the sandy shore of a river then they are harmless for they attack no one but when they scatter they attack every living thing that comes in their way they even climb trees going after insects gorillas elephants leopards all living things flee before them when they come into our villages or into our houses we have to protect ourselves our children and our babies by boiling water fire and hot ashes two or three days after my adventure with the bashikois rigondo came to me saying follow me and you will see the bashikois ants in marching order they are harmless for they are not on the warpath i followed him and soon after he stopped and said here they are and i saw a moving line of bashikois crossing the pass 
the line being about two inches in width. End of chapter 21. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.